welcome to another episode of the Decode Podcast. Coming to you live from uh, this dude's house, apparently. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was my favorite thing of the whole commercial. It's like... We're coming back off of the break that we had last week. Uh, obviously, this image, for those of you who are watching us live, this is from the Nintendo Switch OLED announcement. It's uh, OLED. OLED. <laughs> OLED. <laughs> the Nintendo Switch OLED uh, announcement that was also last week on top of several other announcements that we're going to go over. <laughs> Chat is making me laugh. I, bl <laughs> I blame chat if I break cackle down. maniacally yeah. and break down over the course of the show. I'm just... You know why I love this shot? We all know what this is insinuating. Is we... he... Is, like, I don't know if he's at his house or... He's, no, he's at his house. So why is he waiting in the hallway? It's supposed to... Ins they can't show a bathroom. <laughs> this is supposed to be like the representation of him... In the bathroom playing his game. I always thought it was, I, I always thought it was a weird shot from that. No, it, it really that's what every, but everyone's saying is like, no, he just got home. He doesn't want to like the second he walks into the living room, it's like chores. And so it's like, I'm home, but I'm not home yet. That's so funny. But yeah, it's supposed to it's supposed to be like a metaphor for the bathroom. Because they can't show the bathroom. Commercials need to be more brave. <laughs> you, we should do an episode on just like PS3 360 commercial era. Like when Nintendo was doing all those weird ones and like the European. Do you remember the Resident Evil 4 commercial? I think it was. I remember the US commercials. Yeah. No, the European one was no. so creepy because it's a mother weaning a child and it's like the mother's the zombie. It's so weird. <laughs> weird. <laughs> Weird gaming commercials. Yeah. <laughs> Gestures at the 90s. Uh, <laughs> remember the creepy PlayStation baby? <laughs> oh, God. Remember the PSP commercial? Yes. You can play Nut Outside? <laughs> How did they get away with that? I don't know. The 90s were crazy. That was the early 2000s. It was still, it was like the bleed over from the 90s. <laughs> Oh, man. We should really do just a day of just reviewing those commercials. One day. When we have nothing to talk about, sure. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, but being that we came back off of a break, uh, we got a lot of news. Um, we're not going to go over everything. Obviously, the big thing is these handheld announcements that dropped. Last week, we had the Nintendo Switch OLED. Uh, today, Steam unveiled their Steam Deck, uh, which is basically a portable PC. Yeah, it literally is that, a portable PC. It's a gaming device that plays all your Steam It's library. a Game Gear. <laughs> the Game Gear crawled, and the Vita, and the Vita ran. So, so that, that these <laughs> consoles could fly. So that these consoles, for real. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's be honest. The N-Gage got crucified it for did. being such a bad console. But let's be honest, it set the groundwork for this. I mean, all, all of them were like the pre-existing versions of these things. It's just, it took like, I really do feel like the success of the Vita is what made people go, wait, we should probably do this. 
That and also like Nintendo was was weaning itself that way. It was. If we look like, at the if Wii, we look at how Wii they did U, the Wii, the Wii U, yeah. yeah, and they took the strengths of both of those consoles and made what we have now. Yep. And now we're getting an old LED, yeah, <laughs> OLED switch. OLED, which actually a lot of people like. Oh, what's so important? I'm like OLED's actually so much crisper. Yeah, I mean it's it's a good screen. It's new hardware because. For those of you who don't know, even though the Nintendo Switch only came out about five years ago, which means it dropped in what? It was 2016, 2017? 2017. So Nintendo Switch dropped in 2017. The hardware architecture that's on inside your launch Nintendo Switches dates back to 2010. Yep. It's old it's hardware. Te- it's an NVIDIA Tegra chip that was used in the NVIDIA Shield. I think I'm the only person who owned one. I think Mario has a shield. I think he has the shield tablet. I have, like, the original, like... The old handheld thing? You own a shield? So apparently <laughs> we own shields. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> two people with shields. You're two people who shields. Just like in D, we... Oh, I, you I, have the shield TV. That's different. I am one person with a PS5. I have the, the physical <laughs> shield clamshell Xbox controller that has a, a screen attached to it that would run. Very hot. Yes. Um, but yeah, so we're getting a, a Steam Deck, uh, which I think is a missed opportunity for names. Why was it not called the Newell Gear? I'm ninety percent sure that's probably copyrighted already. Maybe, or or or, or the Gabe Gear. <laughs> probably also already cop- copyrighted somewhere. <laughs> it's the Gabe Gear. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, there's, I think there's two models that are being made. Three. Three. Oh my God. So there's three models of the Steam Deck that basically is different hard drive sizes. That's yeah. It's basically and different NVMe drive size. Uh, so the, the higher end one is going to run you 400 bucks, three ninety nine ninety nine. 99 No. The 64 gigabyte version is 399. Okay. The 256 gigabyte version is 529, and the 512 version is 649. Goddamn! For what it is, what hard drive are they using on them? They're NVMe drives, those stick oh, so drives. They're so they're actually they're SSDs. Okay. So it's a <laughs> AMD Zen 2 four core, eight thread, 2.4 to 3.5 gigahertz, up to. Uh, 44 8, uh, gigaflops with an FP of 32. It has an 8 RDNA 2 CU, which is around 1 to 1.5 gigahertz, which is 1.6 teraflops, FP 20, 32. 16 gigabytes of DDR5 RAM um, with expandable... And all the storage with the storage options that I mentioned before with expandable micro SD cards. It is a 1280 by 800, 1610, 60 hertz LCD touchscreen. It is stereo speakers that pack a punch, 3.5 millimeter jack, dual mics, multi-channel USB-C Bluetooth output. It has two analog sticks with capacitive touch D-pad, base button, analog triggers, bumpers, assignable grip buttons, view and menu buttons, and gyro. The two trackpads have about a 55 55% uh, better latency compared to the Steam controller. It has wireless and Bluetooth. 
with USB-C DisplayPort 1.4 alt mode up to 8K at native 60 hertz or 4K at 120 hertz with USB 3.2 Gen 2, a 40 um, watt hour battery, which is two to eight hours depending on the game of gameplay. And it's only about one and a half pounds. Cool. <laughs> it's a bit bigger than a Switch. Just a bit. Yeah. It's also heavier. <laughs> yeah. But they packed a lot in there. You also get a really cool case with it. That's one thing I like. I like that it comes packaged with. It's essentially it's essentially this you can also install other um storefronts. They have confirmed. It's like if you want to install other storefronts, we're not gonna stop you. Gotta have the hard drive space for all the games we want to put on it. Yeah. Basically, this is the indie machine I've been waiting for. Yeah. I think the best thing about this is whenever indie games come out, a lot of people's questions are when is it coming to the Nintendo Switch? And now you don't have to worry. Now you don't about have to worry about that because <laughs> you could buy this thing and get all the games before they even come to with the mod the support. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> get to play my Skyrim again. With, oh my with, god! With God of War mods. <laughs> you know, I never beat my original Skyrim file because I bugged Alduin with a <laughs> mod. I turned him into a sweet roll. So I have this flying sweet roll that has the hitbox of a sweet roll. And I can't kill him. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like. But can it connect to the TV? Yes, it can. Yes, it they can. have a um they have a separate a, dock that you mm-hmm. have to purchase that has a multitude of inputs. So whatever controller you have, you can plug into it. Yeah. Uh, the dock also has uh, HDMI support from what I read. HDMI support. Yep. You can hook it up to your TV. It's not like the switch where, like, click it and it goes in. Like, if you have the HDMI, you'll click it and it's right. Yep. Uh, it's an interesting piece of hardware. Uh, my main thing that I'm not too sure of is, like, if I take it on the go and I'm in a spot where there's no Wi-Fi or any type of internet, like, does that mean I don't get to play my game or... So Steam has an offline mode. It varies from game to game. Okay. So certain games do need to connect at least either once a week, once a month, or once a year. Again, that depends on... A good example of this is Might & Magic 10 from Ubisoft. Um, It recently was delisted because the company that did the DRM went under. Mm -hmm. And without that company's server, the game's actually unplayable. So the the real concern here was that, and everyone's like... Well, it, that's a game-to-game, publisher-to-publisher basis. Are you going to play your Assassin's Creed on this? No. Assassin's Creed requires... What if I want to? Then bring it up with Ubisoft to this, this stop having online connection for everything. What if I want to go to your house? Sit like this guy. Always. I mean, I have Wi-Fi <laughs> at my house. Basically, yeah, you could play. Yeah, you could play yeah, any yeah, Steam game. Any on Steam this. game is playable on this thing. You can play TF2 on the go, technically, somewhat ish. Yeah, yeah, you can actually, yeah, because of the two controllers, because TF2 has mm. controller support. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> um, very interesting to see two different handhelds uh, announced within a, a week of one. Basically, another. yeah. 
But it's it's just weird because it's just like it looks like a Game Gear. Yes. Like it, it has that and, 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 weight. It, what it I like about it too weight. is uh, you have the sticks. Yeah. You have the triggers on the top, top. and then there's the the grip buttons the grip on the buttons side. On the side, and, and the then back. you also have the touch pads and gyro. And if you have a wireless keyboard and mouse, it automatically connects to that too. Great. <laughs> How is this only about like seven hundred, like starting five hundred? Yeah, I know, right? But mostly you're paying for what you're really paying for is the SSD itself, though. Which you could probably pop open, and it has expandable storage. So you could buy the sixty-four gig one and buy and then, a and then upgrade it a terabyte um SD card as well. Yeah. This thing is going to be hacked to no tomorrow. <laughs> oh, it runs Linux. You think it's not going to be hacked to all tomorrow? The Steam OS is a flavor of Linux. It's like, I'm going to make this operate by garage door. <laughs> you probably can if you make a program, load it on Steam. It's like, hey, this is what the thing. You can like operate gonna, your garage door. home and then you're going to pick up your Steam Deck and be like, I'm going to turn my lights on from my handheld device. <laughs> I mean, I already do that with my phone. Yeah, but like that makes sense. <laughs> and I can do it from my PC. Like when my when my PC sees that my phone's well, yeah. when my phone connects to the wire Wi-Fi, all the lights Uber, turn on. Uber Eats. <laughs> from my oh my god! <laughs> you know what? Speaking of Uber, why haven't any of these delivery companies sponsored a streamer? I don't know. <laughs> it's free money. It for really both is of them. free money for both of them. Hey, <laughs> Uber Eats. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored, but please sponsor. I would, I would, I would watch a live stream of an Uber Use promo code D10 for ten percent off your next Uber Eats. <laughs> I would, I would, I would pay good money <laughs> to watch an Uber Eats like stream, like the guy making the deliveries and stuff. <laughs> that would be hilarious. It's like all the things that. The- all the things he has to deal with. Same with like the Amazon drivers or something. Like I, I like that kind of stuff. Cause like I want to know what they go through through the day. What makes them angry? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Switch OLED is dropping in October. Yep. Uh, on the same day as Metroid Dread, uh, this system was announced for this no December or January or is that when pre-orders were? Pre-orders open today. Okay. The system drops the same day as Dread. No, I'm talking about the, that's the OLED. Yeah. I'm talking about the uh, Steam Deck. Oh, um, Steam Deck pre-orders are... Valve learned from, the, from their uh, VR system. Um, you have to pay a reservation fee. You reserve it, and that holds your spot. And then you could pay off, you could pay off it full or not mm-hmm. until it ships. And then it's like it ships in December. Of this year. So. I don't know how it's shipping in December. I'm like, I want to know what. I want to know how Valve got that. Got the chip. Got around the chipset. Um, right. Maybe they bought them all. Maybe that's why Gabe Newell's in New Zealand. <laughs> maybe he actually bought them all. Gabe Newell's like, I'm going to buy them all. He has no the money to do it. From Dota alone. <laughs> Gabe Newell. Who now looks like New Age Santa. <laughs> I mean, with all the, the things that he's given us in terms of Steam sales. He might as well be Santa. He right? might as well be Santa. 
What else we got going on in the world of games? There was uh, coming off of last week. There was a there was a Sony State of Play, which didn't suck. Surprisingly, yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was pretty decent. Um, started off the main focus of uh, the Sony State of Play was uh, a look at the timed exclusive Death Loop, which will be dropping later this year on which the PlayStation hilarious. Five and PS Four. Um, it's hilarious that that's a timed exclusive still. To me, but everyone's like, "See, Sony can still get timed exclusives from Microsoft." I'm like, "But Microsoft owns Bethesda. You're just giving Microsoft your money." The only reason (laughs) this is a timed exclusive is because this that deal was orchestrated before the Microsoft Bethesda deal. Yeah. Same thing with Ghostwire Tokyo, which was delayed until 2022. That game is also a that worries me. Well, they they wanted it's because of COVID. The development got hurt because of COVID. That's fair. Because, believe it or not, COVID's still a mess. And in Japan, it's destroying them. Fortunately. Uh, it's not a laughing point. Like, it's sad what's happening over in Japan. Um, we had a 58% spike increase throughout the United States yesterday. Yeah. Of the Delta variant. Just because of the Delta variant alone? Yeah. And the Delta variant is targeting... The unvaccinated. Uh, it's mostly the unvaccinated, but even vaccinated people are also catching the Delta yeah. variant. Yeah. But they're the biggest difference between us. I know we. I know we're going off on a very crazy tangent, but just to give you guys an idea of some of the stuff that does affect us on a day to day basis, uh, these are things that affect us. And gaming and streaming has been one of the ways that we are we deal with all this insanity. Uh, but just to kind of like remind you people out there that despite what the CDC is saying and everything reopening, this virus pandemic is still going on. Still, it, we're still in this pandemic. Um, We're still in this panorama. There's a new variant of the COVID-19 variant that's called the Delta variant. Um, And it's causing a spike everywhere, essentially. Um, It's primarily hitting the unvaccinated, but it also can infect the vaccinated. The biggest advantage if you're vaccinated is you're less likely to be hospitalized. You're just going to have a really bad day. If you're not vaccinated and you catch the Delta variant, get in the hospital. Say your prayers. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um. So if you're not vaccinated, wear a mask. If you're vaccinated, wear a mask. Just wear a mask. <laughs> just wear a mask. Just wear a mask. Us being in New York, one of the things I realized, um, I don't know if you saw the EPA report. You know how filthy the air in the subway is? Extremely. Yeah, so I'm just going to wear a mask every time I'm on the subway from now on. <laughs> and also, I, it's like, <laughs> the, the heat is like walking through a wet fart outside most of the time, so I, I, I'd rather not smell it and just feel it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's New York City for you. Anyway, back to gaming. Uh, <laughs> yeah, back to gaming. Back to gaming. Uh, um, I mean, Deathloop, uh, I mean, that's a good... Deathloop uh, looks fun. I... I, I What's the funny, more you see it, the more you're the, interested, the more, isn't it? Like, when I first saw it, I was like, eh, eh. Uh, this, this specific gameplay, I was like, okay, now I'm a little more curious. I don't think I'm going to buy this game. I'm probably going to borrow it and, like, play through it. Cause I'm buying it. So you'll yeah. probably borrow my disc. <laughs> when you're done with it. Yep. At any point. Or I can just borrow my friend. I could just, I could do what I did for Ratchet and Clank and knock it out in a weekend, probably. Oh, man. <laughs> uh... You're gonna wait for Games Pass. <laughs> That's it, fair. Well, it's like a year after it comes out. Actually, no, I think it's only a timed exclusive for six months. I think it's yeah, either Something I think like it's that. four to six months. Yeah. Um. 
Who knows? There might be like DLC in that time. Yeah. So it sure. might just be all in one. Uh, we got a first look at uh, Moss 2, which was a PlayStation VR game. It's getting a sequel. Uh, looks really cute because it's Moss. If, if you own a PlayStation VR, um, Moss is a... It's Redwall, the game. Yes. <laughs> and I love those books. <laughs> uh, we had a look at a new shooter uh, called Arcade Get-In. That uh, looks fun. It looks fun. So, yeah, that that looked that looked really interesting. Um, Arcade Geddon, it reminds me of uh, what's it called? Um, the old arena shooters. Yes, in a way, and it's like I would like to see the return to arena shooters. Like we we've had a few, but they haven't been sticking. The arcade getting uh it actually has early access right now on the ps5 uh it's 19.99 uh to buy into this early access i think the early access was exclusive to the playstation 5 version i'm not sure if it's dropping on any other uh consoles or if it's on pc or anything like that i think it'll be coming to pc I've it looks heard, like yeah. i feel like it, it will is um, Hunters Arena Legends. That was another game that was announced. Uh, one that looked really cool to me was Tribes of Midgard, which is um, an RPG that's dropping later this month. I think it comes out on the 27th. Um, it's essentially Viking action RPG. Right yeah. up there with uh, Valheim, but better looking. <laughs> I See, I would disagree with that because Valheim somehow manages to look like a gorgeous game. Well, when uh, you look at the specs that it runs on, the thing can run on a literal potato. Yes. And it's just like, but how are you getting this beautiful lighting effect somehow? Because people will do that. Um, there is an indie side-scroller, uh, Fist. Has like this rabbit with a giant fist on his back. That's dropping in September. Uh, we got a new look at Sifu, which is coming out in 2022. Uh, Jet the Far Shore basically looks like Journey with a spaceship. They announced that there was a Demon Slayer game coming out from Sega. Going to drop on the PlayStation 4 October 15th. Uh, Lost Judgments coming to the PlayStation 4 and PS5 on September 24th. We got a new look at the Death Stranding Director's Cut. Which looks phenomenal. Did you see what he did like a day later? What Kojima said. No. It's not a director's cut. It's a director. No, he flat out said it's not a true director's cut. And I'm just like, can you stop? <laughs> can you stop? So I, I, I do have a little issue with this being called a director's cut. Like, he had his own studio. He was funded by Sony. And he was able to do his vision from the get-go. How was the first iteration not your full vision realized? Time. Listen, this, could be this is the no. Remember what I told you. <laughs> the reason why Konami lost their patience with him was he was motion capturing rocks. Do you know how expensive that is? Yes. Let Let's be honest. Do you think Sony has the budget right now 
to let him have an a, a blank check. I mean, did you play Death Stranding? I made it halfway through so far still. It's one of those games that I'm slow burning through. Yeah. There's a lot of weird stuff in that game. There's a lot of weird <laughs> stuff in that game. I should but really not. I, that game has given me some weird dreams. I play it right before I go to bed. I'm like, this is the worst time to play that game. That's no, not a game before you go to bed. <laughs> oh, whale yeah, sounds, you're man. You start thinking about babies and whale sounds and ink ghosts and stuff. <laughs> What the weird part is, for some reason, every time I, I think I'm just some poor haunted U.S. postal worker. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kojima, ever the soothsayer. God, can we, can we have him make him a happy game now, please? I don't think he knows what a happy game is. Look at the entirety of Metal Gear Solid. Look at actually, if we think about his entire catalog of games, they're all depressing. <laughs> the penguin game. Not all uh, Boktai, I guess, would be. Uh, he worked on that one. But yeah, most of his games are really Boktai sad. Boktai had a sad ending. What are you talking about? Boktai was glorious. What are you talking <laughs> <laughs> You could use the sun, it made you go outside. <laughs> You had to charge your son gun. <laughs> Put the- I remember <laughs> telling someone you have to go outside and touch grass recently. It was related to the Switch OLED. And I can't remember what he said. Probably wasn't important. <laughs> it was No, it was just something so outlandish that I'm just like, go outside and touch grass. That's <laughs> <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, and then Sony proceeded to... Show nine minutes of Death Loop gameplay, which eh. it looks like an Arcane Studios game. So if you've played Prey and um, Dishonored, <laughs> I almost forgot like that they made Dishonored. Dishonored's such a good series. I hope they go back to it. I feel like Arcane Studios just goes from one project. Like they're okay, we're done with this. Next thing, we're done with this. The issue um, is that um. They let the writers leave. So it's not like they have a choice. Yeah. But now we have Deathloop with time travel stuff. I love how it I love how it feels like as this 60s-ish. Yeah. It's got a very nice uh vibe. That classic spy versus spy kind of. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope more games try to go for different styles now. Because I'm kind of tired of playing. Generic angry protagonist who must fight chaos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And stands on his own against the world. It's like, no, this dude just wants to get off this island, but this shit keeps killing him. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, you know what? Now he's doing it despite the chick, basically. And I love that. <laughs> It'd be like that. It'd be like that sometimes. Uh, had some esports news. Yeah, there's some uh, Dota news. Uh, TI is now happening in Romania. Um, everyone's excited that they found the second location. The problem is, is the date. It's not happening until October. Which means we have a three-month lull for Dota 2 between qualifiers and actual, you know. And normally around October is when the DCP starts, the actual season starts. So normally after TI... We have the little off-season. We have the off-season where the teams want to take a break. They're tired. Players want to reassess where they are in life and things like that. 
Um, so that means we're probably not going to see a new season until next year. Um, there have been some controversies because they did do a battle pass for the summer with a new game mode. Mm-hmm. And everyone's just like, but none of this money, it's like, it's a cheaper battle pass. But none of the money goes to teams and whatnot. So everyone's like, this is upsetting. Why can't we just add more money to the prize pool? It's like, because last year's prize pool hasn't been claimed. And I don't think we'll be able to pass $90 million as a prize pool if we allowed the money to be thrown at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so for next for this October, it is $40 million that they're fighting for. Largest prize pool in esports history. I wonder if it's going to happen around the same time as um, LCS's World. That happens in October for league. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if we'll get ga- well. I wonder if we'll get esports game of the year finally. You think we will for Dota two? Hopefully, because everyone seems to forget it because Worlds happens right before the Game Awards. Right. So I think one of the big things to come out this week was. What may or may not be the future of game streaming? You know, Netflix is getting it. Oh yeah, let's. <laughs> I have issues with that. A lot of people do. Do you know what my biggest issue with it is? Out of all the companies, I'm happy that Netflix is doing it. Like I'm not upset. It's great. But you already know what I like. Don't start suggesting me games that I like based <laughs> off of previous things. Because sometimes you get it so wrong. Next year, Netflix plans to add gaming to its streaming. It'll probably service. be The Witcher. They're going to uh, start with. <laughs> Most likely. Which actually would be hilarious. Because if you think about it, it's like, hey, I just finished the season of Witcher. Hey, if you want to continue while, well, like, you finish season two, you're waiting for season three. Hey, if you want to continue where the story leaves off in the game, here you go. Yeah. Um, what also kind of makes me a little mixed on it is who they've hired to spearhead the Endeavor. Um, they haven't released the names, but they did say that they've hired one person executive. And the other guy that they hired... Is from EA. So already, I'm just looking at it. I'm not going. Uh oh. <laughs> I mean, what what Stadia just released recently? I have, yeah, I have so- lost all, it, and it has nothing to do because of Stadia, the platform. No, it's just a it's the greed. it's the trend that Google is setting. So it's only going to be a trend if people buy into it. So what Gino is referring to is uh, Stadia revealed how they're handling, I guess, like basically how they're paying the developers. They are. Well, yes and no. Developers get paid if people join the platform, but they'll get paid more. Not developers, publishers. Difference. Publishers will get extra money, which doesn't mean they'll go to the developers or not, depending on the, the worst metric of all time engagement so the more people who engage with your game you'll get paid more but this is on stadia keep that in mind so this, this is on is stadia on, this is not on any other service but this me- this metric has shown up before on other google products right youtube 
um, mainly YouTube, actually, because that's how they promote streams yep. on YouTube and everything, is via engagement. This is the worst, worst metric to set anything to. And we already know that in the video games industry for developers, it's a race to the bottom right now with Activision Blizzard offering people at Nintendo $50,000 less pay- payroll just to join their studio. Think about it. You're making, say, 200 k at Nintendo, right? Right. And Activision Blizzard walks up to you and is like, hey, we'll pay you 150 k to have the privilege of working at us, our studio. <laughs> no, thank you. But that's the race to the bottom. That, that's literally <laughs> the race to the bottom right now in all the programming. And that's the issue. So... I look at this from two perspectives. I think it's a. Uh, I think I do agree. It's an incredibly poor metric uh, to go by for publishers and developers. On the op- on the opposite end of the spectrum, one. Who has Stadia? Mario. Who else has Stadia? Golden Boy. Why do you guys keep buying this crap? <laughs> I mean, the free version. Oh, so you didn't buy it? You got the free version. <laughs> it's still Stadia but yeah it's like you know I, I never understood <laughs> one the popularity of it I, I, I do I have a Chromebook because they were all free <laughs> I have a Chromebook okay I, I have an Xbox controller I can plug my Xbox controller into the Chromebook and then in the browser I can play PUBG it's on if Stadia. I'm a college student <laughs> if I'm a college student I ain't got money for, for a full PC rig. Yeah. So like that eh, makes sense. Eh. It's it's it really is more of like what Epic's doing, also. Yeah. And it comes back to the argument. Um, it's funny because Microsoft actually had a an announcement today that slightly upset everyone, but slightly didn't upset everyone. Um that they're committed to that they said basically. Gamers are forgetting their, their, that might forget their video gaming history, and that's bad. And I'm sitting here, cool. Why are you publishing Windows 365 then, which is the online only version of your OS <laughs> where you need an internet connection to use? Because that is the most that is the most archival like resistant thing in the world. Yeah, I think I think um, was, uh, what was his name? Uh... Phil Spencer? Phil Spencer? Was it yeah. Phil Spencer? Yeah. I think he was what he was speaking about was about how Games Pass is one of the ways that yeah. um you can keep the integrity of video game history or yes. something like that. It, it but was, the problem is like and there are groups who are like archivists like does it play? Yeah. They have decided openly to say, hey, we're not okay if it's always going to be Games Pass going forward. Because at some point in time, servers fail. Right. Like, we're not going to say Microsoft goes out of business, but it's the issue that the Library of Congress has with um, with Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Do you know that the Library of Congress has a physically printed version of Wikipedia, edits and all? Because it is not safe to have it solely online. Heaven forbid, and we've seen this with the out with recent outages. Heaven forbid that the incident actually goes down. That is a that is so much knowledge in the thirty plus years of the internet. 
<laughs> lost. The internet is barely an adult. <laughs> yeah, the internet is barely an adult, and we just put so much... It's such a repository of knowledge. Heaven forbid anything ever actually physically happens to those servers. You need physical backups. This is why a lot of arcade um, companies, I've recently got into this, um, are doing, are remaking physical boards. Mm -hmm. um, fixing old consoles. Fixing. There's a guy who fixes old TVs on Facebook and puts your waifus on them. <laughs> like, archival work is important. And a lot of, like, I get where Phil Spencer is coming from. I would rather not. I would rather not it be digital. I would rather do the thing that um, there was a one the Batman episode where it's in the future, where Mister Freeze comes back and nobody in Gotham knows how to fight him, but everyone thought that Batman was this myth. It's like no, they finally find the Batcave, but it's like all oh, the computers don't work. It's like we can't reverse Mister Freeze's thing, and then they hit this titanium um thing, and it's. Literally the binary code of his hard drives that he just had embossed on titanium mm -hmm. for his villain database. Yeah. Because he knew. It's like, yeah, computers, I'm not going to live forever. People might need this information later on. Batman Beyond. Oh, it was Batman. Was it Batman Beyond? Mm -hmm. Okay. Was it like the special or something? No, it was an actual episode of Batman Beyond. Oh, okay. He just came back. And it's like. I thought it was the Batman cause I, or one of the newer shows, not Beyond. Maybe. It feels like it was a Batman Beyond episode. Because Batman didn't exist anymore. He was an urban myth. Probably does. Yeah, that's why. It was the one with the creepy Joker. That's still Batman. Okay, yeah, yeah then it was that one. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's why archival work is important. Yes. It's why I'm mad at my PlayStation 3 over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can figure it out. I, I have to take it home and fix it, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's just, yeah. Uh, in other video game news, we have Fall Guys Season 5 dropping very soon. Next week? Next Tuesday. Huh, okay, yeah, next week. Uh, the trailer's gonna drop in, like, three days. So, we're gonna have the trailer for everything, and then the new season's gonna kick in. It's gonna be jungle-themed this time around. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be on the Board of Beans and get to play the some of the... That's, that's what the beta testing crew is called. Oh my god, that could be that. Oh, uh, so I've I've had a chance to play some of the new maps ahead of time. Um, I was mad today because I guess they did it UK time today, uh, where they were able to throw off a new mode that I can safely talk to you about because it's not a big secret. Uh, there is going to be squad duos this time around. So oh, normally, no. the squad mode was four players. Now there's going to be squad duels where it's 2v2v2v2, two v two v two v two, you know, 60 players, teams of two, you guys got to work together uh, to do squad mode. So that's going to be really cool. Um, but the, the new trailer is going to drop, uh, I think it's in four days time. Mm. Uh, it's going to be a gameplay trailer. There's going to be a trailer to show off the new season pass. And um, there's also going to be a cinematic trailer. For Fall Guys they get, Season 5. Why do they get three trailers? <laughs> they, get, they get three trailers. You know. It's Fall Guys, and Fall Guys is great. Um, August 24th is going to be the reveal for the next big DLC in Destiny 2. The next DLC expansion, The Witch Queen, will finally be unveiled on August 24th on Bungie's Twitch. I just want to know, how do they not get sued by Blizzard for that name? 
The Witch Queen? <laughs> it is too close too to the close Lich King. Lich King? Yeah. yeah, it is way too close to that. <laughs> um, mm, I have words about that, actually. Wow, news. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that in just a second. Uh, but keeping on track with uh, our perennial favorite, Destiny, uh, who has been gearing up for some big, big things in the story. If you're a current Destiny 2 fan, uh, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you're not a Destiny 2 fan, then this is all going to sound like monsoon gibberish to you. Um, but obviously, a lot of the events currently happening in the game have been building up to this DLC. And uh, we're finally going to see the dominoes sort of hit the floor. Hit the floor. And the the villain, the witch queen herself, Savathun, see her plan finally come to... <laughs> Her name is Salvathun. Oh my god, that is a terrible name. I didn't make that name. <laughs> I would have called her Sally. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, that's uh some upcoming stuff for those games. Um World of Warcraft. Well, there's two things I want to talk about that have made gamers very angry in the <laughs> in the week. One is back to Sony about um Doki Doki Literature Club Plus is censored on the PlayStation, but not on the Switch. I don't know how that, how that works. Um, <laughs> that, Sony. Um, two, so everyone's upset about that um, because it's like, great, we have to buy the Switch version now. If you, and, want, if you want to see, you know, your panty shots and stuff. It wasn't even for that. It's for, for seeing the actual decapitation and stuff like that. To see the actual violence. It's censored on the on the uh, PlayStation version. I I don't know because I'm sitting here wondering that, and I'm that, like, that why? Why is it? Why is the violence censored? Yet we have Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I, I think <laughs> what it is is because if you look at if you go into the PlayStation Store and you look at like. The cover art for Doki Doki Literature Club. It looks like this very unassuming. Maybe that's why. Really thing. So they're probably afraid that kids are gonna buy the game, even though it's rated M. Rated M. <laughs> so, if you're, oh god! If you're a good parent and you have those parental features on your system, it shouldn't show up. It, well, it'll show up. They just can't click onto it. Okay, that's fair. Um, two. World of Warcraft. Burning Crusade. No. <laughs> I wish it was Burning Crusade drama. Um, the height of the drama, Chains of Dominaria has released a new cinematic that Sylvanas has been built up into this thing that just kind of feels out of left field. She had a change of heart. It's not even that. It literally isn't that. It's just like, why are you doing this? Because I can. And I'm just like, you're not doomed. She's just, the, this is just <laughs> you're not doomed. She had a change of heart. But the um the 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 issue, the, the real issue now has it's turned off so many people that now Square Enix is having a problem. Where they've had to suspend the sale of Final Fantasy 14. Because even the digital version was sold out. Because they had so, so many people. Overload. Our bot and Sony's like it's Square Enix is like, wait, we we closed servers down and merged servers because the game's population has leveled out and decreased a little. Apparently, so many people have fled WoW 
and are going to this that it has made an about face. And I'm sitting here wondering, like, you've picked up the game at the perfect time. We are at one of the best expansions, some of the best writing, and people are starting to realize, and this is where I think the death knell of Blizzard will happen. People are starting to realize... Gee, this, is, this is the seventh time you've mentioned the death knell of Blizzard on this stream. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 because remember, Activision bought Blizzard because they can milk World of Warcraft. Yes. Well, Not most people stay in World of Warcraft because they're already so invested into it. But a lot of people now, are also leaving. But now a lot of people are leaving because it, it, just the writing makes no sense. It, they've been so turned off by everything that they're trying out a different game, a newer game. And the newer game, essentially, is Final Fantasy. And the quality of life features, people are just impressed. It's like, wait, there's auto loot? I don't have to press a button to loot. It's like, wait, the party finder's good? Wait, mm -hmm. my character actually matters in the story? It's like, yes, your, your character's the warrior of light. There are other warriors of light around you. But for all the cinematics, it's you. And seeing this and then seeing all these big WoW streamers now switch over and going through their first playthrough, they're starting to realize maybe it is time to let, maybe WoW should have ended it with the last patch, the last expansion, not this one. Because it makes no sense. Why are the Horde and the Alliance fighting again? You literally got rid of the big bad. You guys put aside your differences to literally kill the Burning Crusade. Why? Because money. Yeah. And it's just nuts. It's nuts. Like, uh, It'll be all right. We got the Diablo 2 remaster oh God, coming out. Activision Blizzard, the TLC, uh, Turner Classic Movies of games. A part of me wrong. wants that game, but I know I'm not going to buy it. Part of you wants the game. But it's like, it's something new. You get it on your Switch. Watch. No, I'm gonna get it on my PS4. See? Because <laughs> I play my Diablo on PS. I play. I play my Diablo on PlayStation. Diablo three just got boring for me after a while. How can you play it with that controller? I'm used to the controller. It's a. It's a perfectly fine controller. It's a mouse and keyboard. Two buttons. Like it's one, two, uh, three, four, five. Yeah, I got the same thing to me. Mm -hmm. So are, we get, are, we, are we getting Overwatch 2? No. <laughs> You're kind of forced to kind of get it? I'm forced to get it. I personally am not getting it. I know. <laughs> the cafe will have it. The cafe here, located at 65 Ludlow Street, where we are bringing you this episode of the Decode Podcast. Uh, we came back from break. I think next week we should be busy. Uh, I will be away. Oh. So there will not be an episode next week. I refuse to do this solo. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be away until the 4th. I have some things I have to take care of. So there's that. Um, I'm going to use that time to actually catch up. All right. I need to finish up uh, some of the Pokemon games and Shin Megami Tensei. I know. I'm sorry. Am I going to have to do a solo episode? I mean, you could bring Mario here. Come venture out, Mario. 
or do remote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that. I can do remote. I can do a remote short episode. Okay, maybe there will be something. Let's see what happens over let's the course. We'll see. We'll of... see. <laughs> Speaking of Overwatch, actually, now that you mentioned it, you know that they're getting investigated by the uh, department, the State Department. I heard that there was a. Uh... There's an investigation going on regarding how they pay their players. Yes. Because apparently it's too uh, antitrust, I think is what the term that they're using. Yeah. Um, also, there was uh, some. There was also an issue with some of their players being involved in cryptocurrency. It's not just Overwatch. That but it. everyone's involved. Everyone, Everyone involved uh, in cryptocurrency right now is... is um, there was also a big thing. Uh, I think FaZe Clan just found... They, some of their players were found guilty of cryptocurrency currency fraud um and were let go and they were running a scam yet when elon musk does it he's a genius yeah <laughs> uh yeah all see, of cryptocurrency is it, it, a scam it's air conditioned in the truck he's not coming it's we'll figure something out yeah um there's cryptocurrency is a scam and the fact that it's getting more and more into gaming makes me upset did you, i mean so i think and this is a completely different topic all right. For our show, but I do see a future where digital currency is a thing. Yes. But what we have now is not what it should be. But like. the way that it's done right now is absolutely stupid because the blockchain <laughs> doesn't actually do anything productive. Nope. Originally it was used for protein folding, and then we found a better way to protein fold, but it's a, it's a completely useless thing. And the fact that a uh, place in Poland was found with 700 PS4s. The warehouse. The warehouse. <laughs> with 700 PlayStation 4 with pros. Pros, mind pros. you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no wonder, like, they've been so, like, hard to find. Yeah. Um, it's just an insane market. But uh, it, do it does tie into gaming. Nice topic once we everyone at some point <laughs> right um but it's summer summer gaming is you know there are a lot of games coming out over the course of excuse me the next couple of weeks we have zelda skyward sword dropping tomorrow on the nintendo switch a lot of upcoming games uh i'm very excited of course august kina bridge of spirits is what we're gonna be looking at so much uh i, I pray it's good like I think it will be good. I think I think develop. I think the regular group of reviewers are going to be rough on it. Yeah, you know the ones that won't get it, so to speak. Not even that. They're just going to be rough because they're be like, "Oh, it's a game of a different time that doesn't fit in this world in in That's today's." I'm like, That'd shut up. Great. Aliens Fireteam Elite also dropping in uh, August. I have. I mean that game is just I don't care. I just give me aliens and give me guns and I'm fine. I, I don't need it to be like a grand It's not that, it's the actual gameplay is very boring. It does look that way, but it's, a lot it's, of that from like early builds. A lot of so the early I'm builds hoping, made it. We'll see what happens as we get closer yeah. to I just hope it yeah, like I just hope it's a competent game. Yeah. I want to put it in my system, it loads, there's no crashes, it plays fine. I just want to play with my friends. Um, Hell Let Loose finally got out of early access and is going to be released oh, yeah, on PC. Right. It's coming to PlayStation 5. It's coming to the Series X. Unfortunately, it's only cross-play on the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series XS. 
can't I can't play with PC people. Yeah. Really weird. Speaking of Neil Ivan related things, uh so I think did we talk about uh we talked about the whole um pro member thing with GameStop? Yes, we did before. So today I got the alert that uh I was like, hey, if you want, you can pick up a PS5 bundle in the queue. And I'm like, well, I already have a PS5. Let me see if any of the guys want, oh, yeah, want a PS5. Yeah. So I I was able to get a PS5 uh, for Neil Ivan. Uh, so now he is one of two people who has a PlayStation 5. <laughs> I have one. Oh, yeah. The three of us have PlayStation 5s. <laughs> <laughs> um, I only ran into a minor issue with PayPal. But it should. Oh, that's just PayPal in general, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it has resolved itself. My son has a sad face because I know he wants the PlayStation 5 also. But I'm like, <laughs> besides Ratchet and Clank, there's nothing else for you there's to play. For... So you can Sack wait. Boy? <laughs> nah, he won't. He, okay. I don't think he'll like it. He wants to play Ratchet and Clank. That's fair. Um, Speaking of new games coming Christmas out. Christmas is just, you know, a few months away, buddy. But yeah. <laughs> um, Speaking of. Nickelodeon has announced a Smash. Oh, yeah. We, oh, man, I can't believe we went through this whole episode and did not talk about the Nickelodeon game. So, yo. Copyright the game. <laughs> <laughs> Nickelodeon is coming out with a a Smash Brothers type game. And it has some of the best picked characters that they could have done from their franchise. Oh, my God. Like, it has Nigel Thornberry. Powdered Toast and Man. Powdered Toast Man. <laughs> and Ren and Stimpy. And Ren and Stimpy. I wonder if they'll play like the Ice Climbers. Where you get both of them. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it has Cat Dog. It has. Uh, hey Arnold, I think. It right? has uh, characters from Obvious Monsters also. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Jimmy Neutron's in the game. Confirmed Wave Dashing. It's by the people who did another like Melee Clown game, yeah. so. Uh, SpongeBob and Patrick are in it. I saw Invader Zim. Yeah. Yep. Uh, made by the guys that developed uh, Slap City. Yeah, so Slap City. It's, it's essentially a Smash clone. It's it's, it's melee. Watered down. I wouldn't say watered down. Phantoms in it too. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Powdered Toast Man. Here's my issue. Here's my issue. Viacom's gonna have to get very, very, very cool, very fast with streaming. <laughs> Those are all yeah. owned by Viacom That's and true. Comcast. And they're you want to talk about cease and desist letters? They hear one note of, of anything that they didn't sign off on, it, it, it's already preset to you. It's like, what? How? Yeah, I think it's just like generic. But character likenesses. Things like that. I don't know. They were very hard on the on the on the SpongeBob games actually for streaming before they remade them. If you had all the copies and you were playing through them, they were they would um, copyright strike the music all the time and everything. All the time, it wasn't even funny. Anyway, um, Nickelodeon All Stars, I think. Um, but like th that's just like the way they presented that game. It was very obvious that someone who works there was like, "Yo, you got to pick these characters, and we got to show it off like this." 
Because one of the big things that All was Stars such brawl. One of one of the things that was such a disappointment PlayStation was some of the characters that they picked. I was like, there's no reason for this character to be in this game. Like, so, like it's criminal that that game didn't have Tomba. Yeah. So here are the characters. It's Helga, Danny Phantom, Sandy Cheeks, Zim, Nigel Thornberry, Michelangelo, Leonardo, SpongeBob SquarePants, Patrick Starr, Reptar, Lincoln Loud, Lucy Loud, Oblinia, Powder Toast Man. No quail man. So <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that because you know who owns the rights to that show now? Who owns the rights Disney. Disney owns the right to Doug? Yes. Do you not remember when How Doug did that aired? Happened? Remember, Doug aired oh, that's right. it and aired. then it <laughs> I went to Channel 7. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Disney does have Doug. Yep. That's sad. We need... You know what I want? I, I, it's like, as much as I would love this Nickelodeon one, I really want a Disney Smash game. That's a lot of characters. Holy crap. Just like, you can even narrow it down to just the Disney afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I have Powder Toast Man. Like, Powder Toast Man being in a Nickelodeon game is basically the equivalent of Doctor Doom being in a fighting game. It's the only reason I played Marvel vs. Capcom 3 at all, because it still had Doom. <laughs> Wasn't it also Street Fighter vs. Capcom, or was that Street Fighter vs. X-Men? Well, there was X-Men vs. Street Fighter. Yeah. Um, that was, like, the one that started it all. Yeah. Before it was uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. Um, <laughs> We did have a Smash game. It was called Disney Infinity. <laughs> Yeah, Powder Toast Man, I, I just love it because he's literally an animated meme. Um, and I just love the way he flies, where he puts his head in a toaster and flies, but, yeah. but backwards Back, yeah. at the highest of all velocities. <laughs> Disney uh. Skylander. <laughs> uh, Skylanders, Lego Dimensions, all that stuff. Those were such great ideas. I wish they kept them going. Cartoon Network could do something. Cartoon Network had something like this. Well, Cartoon Network had the... Uh, they, they had, had their Flash game. They had their All-Stars. Uh, not their All-Stars. There was a... Uh, my son has played it, too. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know the one that you're talking about. Um, but a while ago, for the Cartoon Cartoon games, I remember this, when Cartoon Network's website had a lot of games on it. Cartoon Battle Crashers or something like that. It, yeah. Um, so not that one, but my son has one of... He has the Nickelodeon kart races. Right, right. Both of them. What is, what is it with Powder Toastman? So back when Daddy was a wee little boy i used to watch a show called ren and stimpy and it was a show that was not age appropriate at all being at the time that it aired because it aired like at a pretty early hour on nickelodeon <laughs> um and there's a character in that show named powder toast man and he is literally this big muscle dude and his head is made up of toast powdered toast and uh, he he was a champion of breakfast, and I think that's all I can really safely talk about without <laughs> mentioning how raunchy that show actually was. You know what's uh, funny? You know how that show got ended up on Cartoon Network? 
What do you mean on Nickelodeon at the time? At the, yeah, Nickelodeon at the time. You know how they ended up? Um, TNT couldn't fit it in any of its slots. And since they're owned by the same network, they're like, oh, it's a cartoon. It should show up there. No. That's not how that works. <laughs> Just because something's animated does not mean that children. Yeah. Looking at you, Watership Down. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't Nickelodeon air it at night? Uh, they kind of just snuck it in through, like, their regular early day programming. This was back before, like, all this, like, um, ratings boards and, like... Ratings, ratings boards were there was, and stuff like that. It, it was just... It aired between... When I was a kid, it aired between uh, Kablam! And then, like, their actual night programming. Yes. So, like, Nick Jr. would end, Kablam, Ren and Stimpy, and then, like... Nick at Night. <laughs> not Nick at Night, but, like, something... Like, a bunch of other cartoons, like Hey Arnold, stuff like that, and then mm-hmm. Nick at Night. 90s and early 2000s were wild. <laughs> um, but Death counts he- everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> He he's just like a fan favorite character from that time period. So I'm excited that like he was even acknowledged in yeah. this type of game. So that's why I like Powder Toast Man. Yeah, this game's gonna be wild. <laughs> gonna be a nuts game. <laughs> People were upset at Ren calling Stimpy idiot. There's no. I mean, people were upset at a lot of things in that show. It's so. weird that there's no Angry Beavers. That was Nickelodeon. I feel like Angry Beavers was not Nickelodeon. It was Nickelodeon. Yet, <laughs> that's the thing. Yet, no Ren and Stimpy, right? <laughs> I mean, not a uh, uh, Rocco's Modern Life. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, no. <laughs> Is that also owned by Disney now? Rocco? No. Yeah, Nickelodeon for Angry Beavers. Um, Rocco is no, still owned by um, Nick. <laughs> Viacom. Viacom. Viacom, which also owns like half the world. Universal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's going to be it for today's show. Uh, stick around, though, because after the show, we're going to have RJ and Joel. Continuing on with uh, Famicom Detective Novel. They're, they're finishing their... I think you guys are starting the second, second one. Game? The second one now. Or they're continuing it. I know you guys finished the first one. So, anyway, we got Famicom Detective Novel coming up after uh, the end of this stream. <laughs> the second one, which is the prequel. Okay. <laughs> what? Um... As always, you can keep the conversation going over in our Discord. Thanks, Moobot, for going ahead with that one. Uh, but if you wish to support us even further outside of sharing our content on our streams and following us on all our various social medias, you can definitely check out our merch over at our Stream Element shop. We got D t-shirts, D tank tops, D hoodies, even though it's summer. Uh, but if you want to get ready for the fall, the fall is perfect hoodie weather. So get an early start with a nice hoodie that you can keep in your closet until then. Uh, and also our D mug for your beverage of choice. We're coming to you live from the Waypoint Cafe over at 65 Ludlow Street. Also at the Waypoint Cafe is the Image Anime pop-up shop. And for all your Image Anime needs, you can check out imageanime.com and use our promo code 
discount 20 for 20% off all in stock items over at imageanime.com. Waypoint Light. Shay is also home to this podcast that you have been watching. So that's going to be it for tonight. I will catch you next week. But until then, as always, you've been decoded.